All standby passengers, see me at the podium for your seat assignment. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Monique, Laura, and Tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent, flight attendant, and ramp worker. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy. Welcome to the Non-Rev Lounge. I'm Monique. I'm Lara. And I'm Tyler. Welcome back, everyone. This is our second show of 2023. Yeah, we had so much to talk about since we've been gone for so while, so that we have two shows of stuff to catch up on. Mm. Show number 107, so yeah, it's good to be back. Wow. Yeah, we still got a lot of gossip and That's crazy trips to talk about. I love gossip. So recently, you ready? I'm ready. Our friend Drew from Next Trip. Next Trip Podcast. has this trip planned. Where he was going to fly to Europe, to London, and then down to, it's a little island in Spain. I never heard of it. It's just off of Morocco, though. Mm. So you go to London and then Madrid. And he was going to be on a guaranteed seat. And he, he offered my group of friends, guys, he's like, we have one more upgrade, which I didn't, I don't understand the upgrade things because that's not part of my life. I just, I don't yeah. know how to decide how they work even. But he's like, if you pay $800, we can upgrade you to London, from LA to London, in business class. Wow. And then around, and then down back to Philly, so back to Madrid to Philly. And maybe this is weird to some people. It still was like $800 is a lot of money. When you could possibly still just get that. Just not rub and be yeah. on there, yeah. But it's like, if you, what does someone else decide? What do you think about flying round trip to Europe in business for $800? They'd be like, yes. It's amazing, yeah. Yeah. But when those tickets can go for twelve thousand, yeah. so they're, yeah. they're so, doing it yeah. in February. I had to pull up the island. Is, is it Mallorca? Easy way. So they have two airports on it: one on the north side, one on the south side. Oh wow! Yeah, for and, an island. Yeah, they got two airports. And it's it, what I pulled up because I'd never heard of it before. It was just beautiful island it looked like, and I was like, I want to go. And then I started. Well, anyway, so I, I wanted to go, so I I went to. I asked. I, well, can I still go and just non-rev instead of paying the 800 And he's like, yeah, that's fine. So I went to, to my wife and I said, I wrote her and I said, hey, my friends are going to Spain. Do you mind if I go? What'd she say? <laughs> and she said, no, you can't go. She did? Just straight yeah. up no? And her first was like, no. And I was like, why? I just, it's, it's with the buddies. Like, just, I'm not like, going with the girls. I'm going with yeah. the guys to the island. And if it would have been like, Somewhere she had been, she would have been like, yeah, that's fine. I've been there before. Or just like to take pictures, but going to like a beach, like leaving the kids to go for a couple of days. And then I, after I talked to her, she's like, yeah, go. Like she was okay with it after I talked her into it. But it was just funny because she was like, you're not leaving me to go to. A cool place that I've never been. Yeah. Exactly. And then I ended up looking at it and I was like, they're only going to be on the island for a day and a half before they start coming all the way back. What? Yeah. So it's almost like you're... LA, New York, back on steroids trip. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have business class all the way to London, and then they'll fly yeah. down to Madrid, and then Madrid to the island. Be there for two nights, I think. Is Drew's husband, Robbie, is he... Oh, by the way, congratulations, Drew. Yeah. No. Is Robbie going? No. Okay. No, it's a couple oh, of Robbie friends. has not felt comfortable flying since COVID. 
Oh, really? Oh, it's a bummer. He doesn't like to do the, this is like a, because Drew's going to come from D.C. to L.A. It's a, like extreme traveling. Mm-hmm. And as far as I know, Robbie is more like, she's like Katie is to me. Like if I was like, I'm going to fly all over. She'd be like, oh, if I said, we're going to go on a trip. It's going to be like two flights or something. She's like, okay. But just the thought of like flying to fly doesn't do anything for her. Robbie's a teacher. Kind of like your wife. Yeah. Must be nice to get lay flats though. Yeah. Guaranteed lay flats. <laughs> but it was just kind of interesting when I when I told her and she was like, no, like, I'm not okay with you just going somewhere fun. <laughs> even yeah, I've, I even get, I've said like, that. I to her, I said, what do you think about me taking the boys camping in Hawaii? And she's like, I don't want you going to Hawaii without me. <laughs> not that she that's would our be, spot now. Yeah. Not that she would be happy for me to go. It's just that not that I'm leaving her with not going. She wants to be there too. Yeah. So now I need to start planning some trips with, I want to with her anyways, but some this year, the new year, like we got the vacation come up and plans of fun places to go this year. It was so funny because Tyler said he was going to go, that he was asked to go to Spain with those guys from his, you know, the guys from the their little, their little group. Yeah. Their little group. And I said, first thing I said was, can I go? Can I go? <laughs> and you said, no, it's a sausage party. That's what she said. <laughs> Just the guys. You sent me an article recently about some changes that are coming up with travel, not just non-urban but travels coming this year. So you want to talk about those? Yeah, three, three major changes. And had you heard of any of those before no, I, I sent it to you? Okay, so now, like us, the U.S., you can now get your passport online. Well, what, what, where is this from? And we can put a link to it in the, is it TMZ? I don't remember. It's not <laughs> TMZ. I don't remember. We'll put a link to it in our Okay. Show notes. Perfect. But so, yeah, so sorry, I just wanted to, no, so people can read that same article. We So when you say do it online, does that mean you upload your picture and everything right online? Yeah, and it says, if you have international travel plans in your new future, don't wait to get your application in. For while the new service may be more efficient, it's not much faster or cheaper than the old-fashioned way. The wait time is generally the same for a mailed-in application, 8 to 11 weeks. The fees remain the same at 130 for a passport book. 30 for the passport card, which your wife has. Yes. And 160 for both. If you opt for the expedited service, which is five to seven weeks, you'll be charged an extra 60. But I love that, that it's going to be online. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's the first change. The second change is European. And starting November of 2023, the European Travel Information and Authorization System will be rolled out to non-European Union citizens from 60 countries, including us in the U.S., so if you're an American traveler over 18 and under 70, that's still me, Tyler. Okay. Good. You must fill in a form and pay seven euro, which is at like $7.25 entry fee. So the, the thing with that is you're, we have to pay to go into Europe now because yep. for us, we can go in there for free. They're going to, we'll have to have a $7 or seven euro. Is it kind of like, so before yeah, the U.S. didn't you have to, didn't have to have like a visa is that kind of what That's that right. is, or is this different than that? This is kind of, it's it's a visa waiver program, and it's called ETIAS, ETIAS. ETIAS. Uh-huh. It's a European waiver, uh, visa waiver program. It conducts a quick automated security check on visitors before allowing them entry. Oh. Uh-huh. It's um, valid for multiple visits over th- three years. Okay, so... You pay the seven dollars and twenty five cents, and then you get it for three years. I'm not sure. That's so it's, it's going to come yeah. up wide to see. But, 
but you have to apply for it online before you travel. You guys, you can't get there and then do it. It says you'll need to apply online ahead of traveling. Hmm. Interesting. So that's something you guys, we all need to know. And the third major change is you'll be fingerprinted when you land in Europe. There's a new entry exit system, EES, due to start in May that will require all non-EU internationals like us to submit to biometric data like fingerprints and facial scans before entering the EU. But we do that for us, you know. Fingerprint, yeah. Yeah, and we walk up there and they just scan your face now. So this will only affect the non-EU citizens arriving at destination. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, that is. Those are three big changes. So back to the the passport one, Mm -hmm. it's just for getting it. Not a new one, right? I think it's a new one. Oh, a new one too. Uh-huh, okay. A new one. So no, it's, I was thinking it was just to read. Um, just for renewals? renewals? No, it's yeah. new ones too because I thought it would help okay. your wife. Yeah, well, all, all of them, yeah. But I didn't realize she had a passport card. Because that's one of the things yeah. that's the biggest hassle right now because like, we, we got Jake's last year and ours is coming up next year, but Jake's first one. And there, it's so hard to get appointments. Now with COVID, it's always been, it makes everything harder just the way they have their deals what we would you get appointment for 30 days out and then you had to wait 30 days to get an appointment to see someone to fill out the paperwork and send it in but if you could just get on any time and submit your information and was your that just because it was a i don't kid? feel that's or because was that a first time passport for a passport for a passport or are you talking about no in any passport they so i found that there's a place in phoenix which everyone's different everywhere where you could go in and uh a post office and like on certain days do just an interview or not an interview where they like submit it. Well, because mom came down and she helped me just put all my paperwork together. We just went over to like some kind of courthouse or something like that. And they had everything set up there. And we, then we just submitted the paperwork. Well, that's why I think it was so much easier before COVID. Well, it was before COVID, right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, And I think after COVID, they just like, they don't want people around. It's just harder to get those appointments. Like, well, that seems weird that you actually have to see someone. That would, okay. that would be like less covid or like it, more covid I know. But it's for renewal. My bad. Renewal, so. My bad. It's only for renewal. But yeah, it seemed like it was such a hassle. So I was, I'm was i not looking forward to it next year when I have to get mine. The year's up Kate for renewal. And I, and t- next year. But if we can just get online and just put like whatever, fill out and send the money in. How does that work with your global entry if you have to get new passports? I think you're fine. I think it's, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, okay. I thought they had to go to, I thought they kind of went together. no. I don't believe so. It says the digitized system allows you to complete your renewal online, upload a photo from your smartphone, and pay electronically. See, that's cool that you can just put it all in digitally. So that would be another big step for sure. Okay, for us flight attendants, that's a big deal because when we have to renew our passports, we can't fly during that period of time. You know, we can't fly. So a lot of times they encourage us to go down to Tucson to the the fast place down in do Tucson. Do they waive your fees though? They do. Okay. No, they don't waive them. Our airline will pick them up. Okay. Our airline will pick up those oh, expedited fees. Well, I think it's only like 60 bucks more to go down to Tucson. Uh-huh. Which really isn't that bad if you need them. You know, Kara, the girl from First First. Oh, our, she's so sweet. She, she's so cute. But she and I drove down together and we, we submitted them. We had, you have to have an appointment. Yeah. We submitted them and then we went and had lunch and we came back and picked them up. Cool. Oh, nice. And you turn in your miles to the company? No, we didn't turn in miles, <laughs> but they did pay for all the fees. You know? That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Those are interesting. Does it say the dates on each of those, or are those just like coming up this year? Well, one of them is in November. Let's see. Okay, so. And the other one's in May, the changes. 
So the one in November is a $7.25 entry fee. So we got a little time to actually figure that out. And get the five that paid. free. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Hurry yeah. and get, out, get into Europe free. Ever since we had Lizzie on, I have tried not to complain about the cost of passports. Oh, yeah. Because her like three passports were all... Like 2000 each? Yeah, that's... I had no bonkers. idea. So... And we pay, what, 160 Yeah. Oh, it's like 130 isn't it? And if you go... Oh, yeah, 130 for just a book. Oh, that's right, for the book. Yeah. 160 for need. both. Yeah. Well, why would you need a card if you have the book? Yeah. It's I weird. think you and I talked about that. Yeah. Cards, so, the card's useless, people. Just get the book. Yeah, no, I don't complain anymore, but uh, it's nice that yeah. it's going to be even easier, because that's one of the things that's kind of been a hassle to get them, as you've seen. Yeah. Bags fly free. We kind of mentioned last week about Southwest having their issues. I was a, the, the day after Christmas, I, I had a plan. I was going to our friend Tim. We were going to fly to San Diego on, and then fly back on Southwest. And was it Christmas Eve, Christmas Day is when it started to hit? The their, Southwest, the Southwest meltdown. meltdown where they kind of had all their issues. And and so I, I said, we're not going to go because it was just going to be a day trip. Take pictures. Go. Um, we have a friend. I have a friend that... I've uh, never actually met the guy who takes pictures, and he's not doing well. And so mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of, in his honor, go take pictures and post them and do that for him. But And then that night I was looking at the flight size on staff traveler because I'd requested loads on Southwest coming back because that was going to let me stay a little later, and everything had canceled. That's when I started like digging in, like, how bad is this? Like, yeah. oh, it was Christmas Day, but and I was like, oh, wow, like this is bad. But... You would just take it off, Monique. Yeah, we so we made that. it to New York, so we were we were gonna go through L.A. and chase the lay flats yeah. to New York, and then because I'd even taken off an extra day to be able to do that, and then those started filling up and filling up, and so we kind of said, "Oh crap!" Then there was a, a nonstop to JFK that would get us in pretty late, so we knew it was kind of not the best option for like comfort wise. But we knew it was going to get us there. Yeah. And so we were sitting in the club trying to figure out what we were going to do. And kill Ali Joe's Bougie, like, bougie. <laughs> but she's like, are we going to be able to sit by each other? And Tony and I are like, we're just going to be lucky to get on. Yeah. Like, if there's seats to get us on, like we're pumped. Anyway, and then I pulled up actually the seat map and I saw like almost the whole Xero was open. And I was like, what? I was like, we make it really lucky. Anyway, so went down and my friend was working that flight and... He was like, everyone's good with, or I think I maybe even texted him, but he was like, everyone's good in the X zero. And I was like, yes. So we went, Tani and I on one side, and then the three kids on the other. But yes, yeah, so all we, the way across. All the way across. Oh, Just wow. that. That was so cool. There was a young man next to me on the aisle that was not part of our group. So he did get a little bit of back and forth of us passing. I was going to say, I hope treats. he passed a sandwich we, back and we forth. We were definitely passing like, <laughs> treats back and forth. But it was kind of funny because he was really tall. So it was fitting that he was in the exit row. And I said, I turned to Tony and I said, good thing we're here with our long legs. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's kind of chuckled because his knees almost did go still to the back still of the seat. Wow. Yeah. As ours were like still dangling. <laughs> but yeah, so we, we did great. It was, we got lucky going to New York. And I kind of said like, don't worry about it. Like, yeah, we'll we'll have to do it this way to get there. But coming back... There's still like eight or nine first class seats, lay flat, lay seats. flat seats coming back. So we'll have that experience. Because you flew on Christmas, we day. flew on Christmas Day, yeah. And then we, you were coming back on like the 
30th, was it? The 30th, yeah. Because we wanted to kind of get out before things got maybe too crazy and perfect in New York. But so I'd promise the kids, because they they did want that. They wanted that experience, and I was excited to do that for them. Didn't have any worry about that. It was just getting there we were worried about. Should we tell my joke? What was your (laughs) Yeah. Or I jinked you? Yeah, you did. So what did I say? I said... So I said, you're really good at promising lay flat seats and then not fulfilling that or not... (laughs) And I was like, whatever, we have so many seats coming back. And then, All snarky like that? Pretty much. Because <laughs> I was like, no, we're going to get it. It looks great. Because I was even thinking, there's other, we could go through San Francisco or yeah. we could, you know, maybe go through even Boston or Orange County. Like we had options, people. Well, that's what I was, I was seeing on our end, like the cancellations that they were just rolling through and hearing them saying it's going to be a couple of days. And, but I, I could pull up and see what you were seeing. And I was like, yeah, there's still is a bunch of seats, but. As the days kind of kept rolling, I I started getting nervous for you. Well, that's it. So we went and with just semi-naive, I think. We were like, well, we paid for it. We're going. We're going to go enjoy ourselves and we'll figure out coming back because it still looked good. But yeah, then we started seeing like the news articles about it. Like it wasn't just... The meltdown? Yeah. Then when Southwest, you know. It wasn't like just Denver or yeah. Like, yeah. Sometimes uh, you know, someone, wide. airline will have a hub that like, hits hit and then it's just them a little... Kind of goes out a little bit, but but it was the whole system was just down. And then it was like day after day, and that's when we started like, oh, we should start looking at a return maybe, because yeah, it was Southwest was getting hit hard. So let's talk about you getting home, and then we'll talk about what you did there when you were there. So yeah, so I was looking at every option getting out of New York. So I even did like best bets, which in our system lets you know what destination has the most open seats yeah, out, out of that there. airport, which is a great way to find ways to get out. And Vail, Colorado had come up. and That came up as a best bets? Best bets. It had like 70-something seats open on it. It's and like a seasonal place. Yeah, the people they add it so people can go skiing. Yeah, but all the rich people in New York, yeah, go skiing there. Yeah. Brandon Carpenter went home that way once. Brittany came home from Chicago that way once. Wow. Chicago, Vail, Phoenix. Well, the thing is, too, is I think they had like 70, and then the next one had like 20 seats. Like it was by far the best looking flight. Wow. Like out of the New York, the three airports. So I made a joke to Tani because she's got a good friend that lives in Colorado Springs. I was like, so do you think Megan could like drive up mm-hmm. and get us and then like take us down? Because I think we even had seats then out of Denver the next day or something like I was at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well if we could get at least to Colorado, we could maybe work our way from there. And she's like, no, it's like a three hour drive. <laughs> and I was like, ah, dang it. Yeah. But I was like, but if maybe we got to do what we got to do. And then you had called and told me do Vail, rent a car, go to Grand Junction. That's why my thought was, is go to airports. The Southwest doesn't fly to because people won't be yeah. stuck there because they were stuck everywhere like yeah anywhere that southwest has flights to they weren't getting out so and so they don't fight jfk so you were good there they don't fight a veil so you're good there but then we we the veil to phoenix was already like zeroed out yeah which was also one of those weird because it's weird it was like more seats on the plane than they would sell because it was high and altitude or it's my guess had to be there was something with weight restriction i think they do it every day though so yeah, they weight restrict it probably, so they don't aren't asking for fifteen volunteers every, every day, day to get yeah. off. Yeah, and then uh, but then it's like, how are you getting home from there? Because that was great to getting there, and so yeah. I thought, well, look at Grand Junction, another airport that Southwest doesn't serve. So I kind of found this weird routing 
that because I thought she's not going to get in New York. It's just the, people are buying tickets on everywhere, mm-hmm. and now we even see that Southwest is like, if you buy tickets, we'll refund you. Like as long as it was a reasonable, they say. So people are buying tickets on United, America, Delta, like anything, just to get them moving. So as you, you saw, seats everywhere started to disappear. Yeah. So, so we had went to the airport that morning with the thought, we're going to check in for the very earliest nonstop. That way we're just already at the airport. And yeah. If we can get some people on it, get them off, then they don't have to deal with going through Colorado. And then we were going to go to Vail, the rest of us that couldn't get oh, on. Oh, you were? Okay. And then, yeah, that was the plan, going to the airport. And so we were even discussing, like, if it's at one person, let's send Zachy. If it's two, we'll send the girls. And anyway, it came down, there were two seats open. So next thing we know, we're throwing those girls on. And they'd even, like, thrown them on, hurry and shut the door. And then someone walked up, and he was, like, trying to scan his boarding pass. Oh. And so it was like, well, at least we know we're getting one on because there's they're taking his seat. They didn't let him down? No, he was Well, too they late. shouldn't. They, no, yeah. It was past cutoff time. Yeah. He hadn't complied. Yeah. So two girls are on their way home, which is perfect because they had to work. Two down, three, three to, to go. go. <laughs> yeah, so then we're sitting there looking at it, and I'm going, okay, we could do Colorado, but... That just makes for a very long day, like having to maybe take a bus for yeah. three hours didn't sound that appealing. It was an overnight too. It wasn't like oh, yeah. a couple hours later. It was It was like, I was thinking like, this can get you home, but it's not comfortable or convenient. Well, yeah, because I looked at the bus. The bus left Vail at 9 p.m. and got you into Grand Junction at like 1230. Yeah, and then and so next going, morning. Yeah. Okay, so then do we get a hotel for a few hours because Grand Junction is definitely not going to be open, yeah. like the airport. No. So I was going, then we get in a hotel for a little bit. So it just didn't, and we had just got two people on a completely full flight. So I was like, all right, the next one's full. Let's try to get another few people on that one. So we wait around. Oh, actually, that's where we we found like the real quiet spot in the lounge up in New York. Where, JFK, in yeah, JFK. That was awesome. Yeah, like almost like lay down seats in your little like little oh, cubbies. Oh, nice. Oh, Zachy just curled right up and he was out for a good couple. Because we had a good five hours sit between the two flights. So he slept, Tony and I just kind of watched movies and relaxed in there, went down and we were watching that one. And I told him if we can get two on, we're sending two. But Tony was not thrilled about the idea of leaving one of us. And I said, babe, like just get out of here. Yeah, go. Like we need to get you guys out of here. Anyway, so. Especially because you're the more experienced traveler, really. Yeah, and I, I'm better at looking at different different options like mm-hmm. i feel like i could have found routings where i wouldn't have trusted them to do that as well exactly yeah. um so we got them on and four I down she, one to go she was stressed but i was like okay well now i've got a little bit of time let me go up to the club and figure out what i want to do so i'm now looking at options i see <laughs> but did you say you but, got you went back to the club and like oh you're oh, back. oh yeah i went to the club and they didn't even check me in again because they're like you're back and i was like yeah i didn't make it i said but i got you know my other part of my family out and they were like sometimes you just gotta split up or sometimes you gotta divide in their cute little new york accents and i was like yeah sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do and they were like good for you then i went down and relax a little more in the quiet area. And that's when I found a possible lay flat seat through Boston. That I was like, okay. you, you, you said that you go to New York to Boston, Boston to LA, but you would be sleeping in LA. Yeah. But you were like, not guaranteed of course, but look really good to get the lay flat seat. Get you to LA. Yeah. It looked really good. Like it was, 
I think they were like 10 seats to Boston and yeah, I should so. have been the first checked in on that one. Yeah. And then I think there was like seven seats lay yeah. flat. And I was like, I would have been the first one to get that too. Cause you're like, it's been so long since I've had it. And I'm like, it's me too. And then I was like, Oh yeah, I had it like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I really don't remember the first time I had actually the first class pod up there. Cause when we went to New York, Last year, mm-hmm. I was supposed to get it, and then the seat was broken in business. Oh, yeah. So they upgraded a paying passenger and put my friend and I back in the broken business class seat. So I was like, I was really kind of looking forward to doing that as well. So when I saw that kind of as an option, I was like, well, what should I think I was t- like chatting with the group. I was like, what should I do? And then I started, then two seats opened up on the last nonstop. Yeah, there were some like, vacation pass that just like dropped off right you're like oh. oh yeah the people above me dropped off and so i was like okay i can i know i can get on this nonstop, yeah. but i was like they're probably crappy middle seats but i'm gonna get home and it's like a five and a half hour flight from new york yeah so, so to like, phoenix I, yeah it's a long fl- flight to be in the middle so i was debating and i thought nope like my family let's just get home i'll sleep in my own bed tonight and then we'll have new year's eve anyway so went and got on it and as I'm sitting in the boarding area, my wife texts me and she's like, I just bought free wi- or I bought the Wi-Fi on the plane because I needed to know like what you were going to do and make sure you're going to get on. Aww. And so I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I just got a seat. I'm going to take the nonstop. It's in an exit row. And she was like, oh, good. I was so worried about you. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that. But there's a little bit of disappointing that you're not going to get like five seats. On. A little bit. Yeah. Like I still was like, oh, man. But then I was like, you know what? I'm going to get home. She can be ride the rest of her f- flight comfortable and knowing yeah. I'm coming home right after her. Like not, it was within like two or three hours of them getting home. I was going to be home. So I was like, Nope, I'm, I'm going to do it. And then I got on the plane and I was actually in the middle of these two couple, like this couple. And so the husband was like, how about you just sit in the aisle and then we can sit by each other. And I was like, yes. No, you got on a good seat. Yeah. But then there, I saw Kelsey actually texted me and she's like, for like row 14 opened up like these this, someone didn't make it, like oh, family to make it yeah and i was like eyeing it then because i was like even more than this exero pop whole, up a whole row to uh-huh. myself looks amazing and then i see a pilot that was going to take the jump seat they'd put him in that and i was like he doesn't need the whole row to himself and then they moved a person with a pet in that oh. row too and i was like ah oh, well never mind but i was like going well that's almost a lay flat <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll take that but so yeah, we we all made it home in one day, which is pretty darn good on nonstops. Not in, in the middle of the meltdown. Yeah, I think the the saving thing was normally you think New York anywhere is gonna have a lot of business people, right? And because it was the holidays, there business meaning there's gonna be some no shows. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. you know they're not wasting their money. These are people that are like for family. These aren't people that are commuting to work, and so. They didn't oversell like they made. They sold it basically to full, mm-hmm. maybe over by one, but they still had a few no shows, which let you guys slowly get on those by being there and using vacation passes. But I think that's what saved you, because normally they would have oversold that. I think, but higher, possibly, yeah, yeah. And they they didn't do that, even with all the Southwest people probably trying to get out or wherever. They didn't, so that was probably a good thing. Well, it's interesting, too, because they had a lot of standbys going through L.A., but not Phoenix. Like, they weren't putting revenue standbys on the Phoenix flights. Oh, really? Okay. Where 
I had kind of, I was looking at LA cause of course like I wanted that lay flat, Yeah. but I was looking at it. It was like, there's like eight revenues. They're going to have to put them in seats somewhere and do upgrades. Like yeah. non-revs aren't going to get those seats. They uh-uh. think they're going to get because they're going to have to fill seats. And so I was like, it's not LA wasn't a good option. But. Well, we were running rescue flights too. We oh, ran really? a Dreamliner from Chicago to Phoenix and back. Yeah, airlines are adding ours, like United was too, flying big planes just to Crazy. help get those. That, uh, there was people stuck everywhere. And I, I still keep, keep seeing articles about families. Like One came out of Utah because I still said in the news that a family rented a car and drove home from Disneyland back to Salt Lake. So Wow. And I saw one where a woman did not get to... The, her, their whole family had saved up like $25,000 and they were going to Tokyo, Disney, Disneyland, Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And they took Southwest from, I can't, I don't know what city to LA. Okay. And then they were taking another, you know, the, Is it, okay. Yeah. I think it was United to Japan okay. to, yeah. to go to Tokyo, but, um, cause they couldn't get to LA now. They now were. they can't get to LA. So they lost that whole trip. And so Mo and I were talking about it. Yeah. And I was like, the bummer thing for them is their contract was just to LA. Yeah. So their contract did not include Japan. Yeah. And their so, hotels so Southwest Japan, is they lost just and, responsible yeah. for, yeah. At least that's uh, how the contract would, would have read with well, us. That's what, yeah. They came out and said, we'll, we'll pay you back reasonable. Like, but if yeah. that won't, they won't pay him back for that because that's they they, they're only going to pay him for the, the part of the contract, which is yeah. from whatever that city is to LA. When I was hearing, so in Phoenix, one of my jobs is also working at like the customer assistance desk every once in a while. And you may sell a ticket every once every six months. I was hearing that our pack agents were making, or they were for the company, like selling like $10,000 a day in tickets. Wow. Day of buying. Yeah, because people, they were just walking over from Southwest Gates and being like, I'm buying a ticket. I need a ticket. Buy me, like I'm buying a ticket right here. I was like, oh, geez. So if they're doing that, even at the airport, I'm sure online, they were just going crazy buying seats on us as well yeah it's crazy so let's go around and talk about the perspective of a ramp agent gate agent and flight attendant being in those situations that they were in because remember we talked about like if it was our airline that the military didn't have to because i just felt bad for him we have listeners for southwest yeah and some i think there's even a lady in denver that works as like their Maybe she's Dallas, a crew scheduling forum. Oh, wow. Like crew scheduling, the wow. ones that were like getting hammered. I mean, everyone was. But what would it be like for a gate agent and reservation first? Well, that's it. As soon as I heard like how many cancellations, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I don't even know how they would do it because I feel like anything they would have booked them on would have then just automatically probably canceled as well. Because they were just like days and days and days you of heard, cancellations. Yeah, so cancel, cancel, yeah. Yeah, so these people were probably so frustrated. I can't imagine. And just stranded there too. Yeah. So I'm sure their lines were just never ending. And so they were. Pro- everyone was probably on mandatory overtime everywhere. For Mando. Them. Yeah. Ugh, it would have been awful. And no one would have been happy with anything you gave them. Or they would have because they finally got something and then they'd see them back in two hours. And they're like, my flight just canceled. I think at one point they eventually just said like, we're not putting anyone and anything before the 31st oh really that was like the reset date and so yeah th- those were like three four days away like don't even offer it because this is going to cancel again wow so crazy. i mean that i i do like that approach eventually 
where it's like, don't give them the hope to come back and have to redo yeah. what you just did. But it's hard at the holidays. But, yeah. Hard any time, but the, the holidays would have been hard. Well, people definitely have plans. Yeah. Well, I have a friend, Coach Ron. He's um, He was going to Heavenly in Reno to go skiing. He's a school teacher. So this was his time to go. And yeah. so they canceled. He was going from Phoenix to Ontario and then Ontario to Reno. Oh. Well, his Phoenix to Ontario was still going, but the Ontario to Reno was canceled. So he called me. He's like, what do we do? What do we do? And I go, well, really, there's nothing you could do. You can rent a car. You can go to Sacramento. Is it Sacramento? I said, why don't you go to Sacramento? Maybe drive over. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because his dad lives in Sacramento, too. So there you okay. go. Yeah. But um, so he ended up buying a ticket on us. And then he, he was complaining about having to pay for his bags. <laughs> I'm like laughing, going, you're still going. Yeah. Oh, a few weeks ago now. And Doug and Drew talked about some of the issues with the Southwest and their crew scheduling. Because have you been places? Because oh, well, I guess what maybe maybe people already know. So I don't know. Do you want to know why what happened with their system? Well, I think I've heard a few different things, but I thought it started out as a crew scheduling issue. So what it sounds like with, with Southwest system, the they'll probably be changing now. But they would fly attendants. So they fly Phoenix, Boise. So Phoenix, Salt Lake, Boise, Seattle, and so they think we're gonna they're gonna be in Seattle. It doesn't track them along the way. So oh. when something cancels, they got to Salt Lake fine. They canceled. So now the crew's sitting there, but their system shows they're in Seattle. Oh, interesting. And so they have these crews everywhere calling in, and they have to manually go in and say you're in Salt Lake. Get them a hotel so they can sleep because they need their like, crew the rest. rest at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where they're at, and they didn't know where they were. And it's happening all at once. Well, that's yeah. I was hearing like crew were on on hold for hours and hours trying to get a hold of them. I, I tell I, yeah. them like, hey, this is where we're at. But yeah, even they, when they, they wanted to get work, a hold of them. They, yeah. the pilots that like, we we want to, but they couldn't get them on a flight with good enough crew to take people. Oh, that's so frustrating because people would be like, even yeah, if you got a crew standing there, they'd be like, but why can't they work it? They're yeah. right here. They're why right here. Why can they work it? And well, I heard that there were airplanes full of passengers and crew, so they're totally ready to go. But that because the computer didn't know that they had crew, they it wouldn't release the flight to go. I mean, I kind of get that as well. Like ours, sometimes our flight attendants will switch like last leg kind of things, uh-huh. and until that's like updated in the system, yeah, it we shows can't, we can't do it. Yeah, so I get that. That's frustrating though. You're like, but yeah. no, they're on board. They're we, right here. Let's do this. That's what. And from a ramper's perspective, so in in the summers in Phoenix, we get the monsoons where we will, uh, a storm will come in, we'll cancel a handful of flights, a bank or two, and we'll have thousands of bags out there that need to get rerouted and put them to the right destinations. And you could see that in here in Phoenix, someone posted on Instagram, that I think I sent to you guys that it was just like bags outside, just carts of bags. And our friend Ryan, they said that with this cargo, like they were shipping bags to people days later. To wow. Get, yeah, that's crazy. Like paying for a, a overnight to ship a suitcase to Fargo. A shipping right? company, not an airline. But they're just like having that many bags. And that's the thing is our planes can only hold so much. So when they start flying again, our planes can only hold so many bags. And they're going to have bags from the current one. You can't just keep putting like hundreds and hundreds of extra bags per flight to move them to people. So yeah. that must have been a logistical like nightmare for them for a couple of days just to get 
You then, yeah, how do you choose which bags get to go and which ones don't yeah, and where yeah. you send well, them? Who's to finding out where they're going and whether you saw that would be. Oh, did these people cancel? Did they actually want their bag in Seattle? That kind of thing. I yeah. guess, luckily, in Phoenix, they were looking for bags in the winter and not when it's 120 outside. So, Oh, yeah. But still, it's like those passengers or employees. But they, but yeah, uh, that picture you sent was just like sea of bags. Was, it was just a sea of bags. Yeah. yeah and that crazy. was everywhere, too, I'm guessing. Like everywhere that had a decent amount of flights, the same thing. So, so what did you do in New York? We did, well, we did all the like major touristy things. Okay. So we saw like the Statue of Liberty. So you had been before, and what about the rest of your your crew? Yes. So I had been, Tani had been, and Ali Joe had been. Okay. Ali Joe, I don't know if she'd done all of the touristy things. She'd seen a few of them, but so we got to do, yeah. A lot of the major things, and it was fun because all the Christmas stuff was still pretty much put up. See, I like that. Yeah. So yeah, it was fun to still see like the trees and everywhere, and the Christmas decorations, and and you went to Rockefeller Center. So yeah, we wanted to do Rockefeller Center in the day so we could get like good pictures, and then, but it was so packed, like so packed, like wall to wall, like you really had to like scooch past people. And when it was funny because Tanya had kind of said, if the kids want to ice skate. Like that's let's let him do it because it's kind of an iconic thing to be able to. Oh yeah, ice skate there with the Christmas tree. Anyway, and then once we got there, we asked the kids, and they're like, "Not really." Anyway, but then we saw the line, <laughs> and it was massive to ice skate. Yeah, and so someone came and asked. They're like, "So we saw online that it says it's sold out, but is there any way that we can like queue up or just do like a standby kind of thing for it?" And the girl was like, "No." <sighs> and then we found out too, it's ninety dollars. What a person to do it. So what they were saying, kind of, anyway, so we were like, yeah, I'm glad the kids don't really want to push this one. No. Because <laughs> that sounds like... $90. But... Did you Photoshop us in? <laughs> just in there. Yeah. It was, but it was still fun. We enjoyed seeing, you know, the ice skaters down there and the building. And one of my favorite things to do as we walked around was to just give wrong facts about different things. Just to... Give wrong facts? Yeah. <laughs> to, to your people or just random people? Well, my, well, to my people, but loud enough that people around us... The locals would be like, that's not that's true. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> like even one time, I think one of the kids was like, which way to the Eiffel Tower? Or not Eiffel Tower. Which way to the Empire State Building? And I was, I pointed, I said, it's that way. And some guy walking past, he goes, it's that way. And he pointed like <laughs> to the left. <laughs> and I was like, that's close enough. <laughs> But so it made me laugh because we'd done the Statue of Liberty and we'd done Brooklyn Bridge. We'd seen Wall Street and the Bull all one day. And the kids had, I think they'd had a good day, but it was cold. Anyway, and we're walking back now home and a rat ran across the sidewalk. Oh. And our girls, Hayden and Allie Joe, were so excited. They were like, oh my a new york rat <laughs> i was like that was the most excited i think i saw them that day i was like really this is what we're we're so excited about all these things yeah this yeah is a- but i guess i don't know if the rats in new york is a tiktok thing so it's like more their generation but it did make me laugh i was like you know what okay if that's what the gets their kicks then <laughs> they're excited about but and you had new york pizza we had new york pizza and we actually so we got lucky because we were supposed to have some nights at a Hilton that we were going to do almost right down in Times Square. So it was going to be perfect, nice and local. That fell through. So we had a last minute find a place just that could fit us and kind of in our budget. And we found one actually for an incredible deal. There was only like three stops away. So we rode the subway over and the kids enjoyed the subway. 
but um, Zaki tried to eat at every vendor possible. <laughs> every street vendor? Every street. That I was love it. that. He joked. He was like, every street vendor I see, I'm going to buy like a hot dog or something. And he only had $19 cash. So <laughs> <laughs> so his mom was helping him out. But yeah, so we had we had the street food. We had the pizza. I, okay, and where did you have then. the pizza? That's the best part. We had it in Chinatown, actually. <laughs> but you know how legit it is, is it didn't have any signs but the line was like 15 people deep, oh. just this tiny little hole in the wall kind of thing. They had these cute little table booths kind of set up outside, kind of street side. And it was good. But you're like, you know, it's good when they don't even need signs to say. Did like, someone recommend it or you just saw a line you're like, let's she, do it? No, Tani found it online. She okay. just like Googled pizza, I think is what we wanted. And so, and I, that is one thing I learned is with my family, when they're hungry, they're different people. <laughs> so we need to always have snacks and make sure we have food. Aren't we all? We all. <laughs> yeah. But also I was joking that we spent more time in Starbucks than anything else in New York because Starbucks has free bathrooms you can use. Oh, bathrooms clean. Are, clean. Are, are hard to find in New York. So we we spent a lot of time in Starbucks. But yeah, we had, I think we had a great time. We saw Central Park was really fun. Walked around there a little bit. But yeah, we were going to do a carriage ride, but that was kind of expensive. It was so cold that I don't think we wanted to sit still very long. You wouldn't have enjoyed it as much as you should have. I, yeah, I think if you could do it in like the early summer, maybe before it gets like uh-huh. real, real hot. But I think that would probably actually be really nice. On our last day, we were all of us were pretty toast, yeah. and we were about ready to head back. And I'd kind of cut the Macy windows out. I kind of said, oh. I don't think we're going to be able to do that. But Zach had wanted to see the Empire State Building. So I said, okay, let's just take the subway up to here. We'll get it real close. We'll see it. And then we'll head home. Anyway, and we came up the subway and it was right at the Macy's oh. windows. And I was like, perfect. We're running. We're going to go see these straight across the street. And then so. Twofer. Yeah, it was actually cool. worked out really good. And the kids thought it, they were pretty cool. They are really cool in the Christmas time. Yeah, they do, do them up. Yeah. So we enjoyed that. Very cool. Had a good trip though? Yeah, it was really good. A little really stress fun. getting home. I could tell it was texting you, like, in those, like, leading up to coming home, you were... Yeah, it was, You knew that it was coming, like, your going home day, which was not, like, the lay flat seats, like, you're hoping for. Now it's like, okay, we got to get home, and how? Yeah, I think that was getting, like, a little stressful. Like, how are we going to do this? And I didn't know how well they were going to do splitting up. And overall, they did really well. Adults, yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, it helped that it was two and two, you know? Yeah, I think so, two, yeah. Two, two, one. Well, yes, because two, two, one. on that first one, we had talked about, because Allie Jo really was the one who had to be home about sending her alone. And she's like, I'm not going alone. And I was like, okay, well, if there's two, then we'll send you. So it worked out. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Well, then Tony was like, so next time we come back to New York, and I was like, actually, babe, how about we go somewhere international first? And then we can come back to New York. Exactly. She was like, okay. Like Hawaii? I know I do want the beach so bad. That's That's international. According to your contract? Yep. According to my contract. <laughs> she gets international pay in Hawaii. Yep. Do you, do you get, really? Do you uh-huh. get international pay when you work Hawaii? No, I do not. I don't get international pay when I work international flights. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. <laughs> Our contract sucks. And Monique, you're so good too because I, like on that London flight that got canceled, you were so good with the passengers. It's so calm. Oh, well, thank you. Not yeah. internally. Well, it looked like, like it externally. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I just felt bad on that one. There was, that's what's funny is that you still remember like the ones that didn't turn out well. Cause there was a few people that I rebooked and then it like, canceled, canceled. Like I think I said, come back in the morning cause it's going to go out in the morning and then it 
canceled. I'm like, oh man, those people, if they would have just, if they would have canceled it sooner, it could have really helped them. And yeah, but you can't go back. If you haven't listened to the last show, we have big news. We're going to Dallas. The first weekend in March. In honor of Lounge does Dallas. How can we not say that? <laughs> It'd be fun. Yeah. Doing it. In Dallas. In Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we mentioned it last week. We're still planning on doing it. So the dates again are March. Uh, 3rd, 4th, and 5th. 3rd, 4th, 5th. Uh, probably the 4th will be the big day. 5th will probably be a go-home day, but people around. But uh, yeah, put your calendars. Keep listening and watching, and uh, we'll get some more details as we kind of get some things finalized. But it's really fun. We've had a yeah. good time in the last in Chicago a year ago, mm-hmm. Dorkfest a couple of times. So, well, but, if you are interested in like merch or shirts or things like that, let us know so we can kind of maybe make a plan to do stuff for that meetup. Yeah, we've been talking about that. Should we talk yeah. about that? Yeah. So if we, okay, so we should, well, let's talk about that because you have a non-ref lounge sweatshirt. It's really cool. It made its first appearance on our Seattle trip. And you, Monique, have a non-Riff Lounge sweatshirt that made its first appearance in Seattle on our Seattle trip. Yeah, and so I sad. had a white sweater. You looked very nice. It was a very fancy, though. Yeah. <laughs> With no pants on. <laughs> I never had pants on. They she just has, happened to be brown. She had pants on, but they were like skin color Tan. pants. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, in a picture, it looks like I wasn't wearing pants. I said, that's Tyler, not me. Yeah, I can vouch. She had her pants on. Thank you. Yeah, she did. Well, the first look at it, I was Most like... Most of the night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did take them off later. Yeah. No, but we're, we're talking about doing something, some church, something. But, so let us know if you're interested in it. And then we would do it like as a... All at once. So that would be one time then. Well, yeah, we want to make sure the numbers are there to make it worth it. Yeah, because then we can uh, put an order in. Because last time we did a sweatshop with my wife Katie and Lara, and it's a lot of work. But if we can get enough people that'll be interested in, we can get the price down and and then distribute them there. And if you're not, you can't come, we can still yeah. mail them out just a little, few more dollars. So if you're interested in, in, in let us know because yeah, we'd have people that were interested in, in our shirts last time, which is that's cool that people want to show off our stuff. We we want you yeah. to be able to do that. So, but uh, sure. we need to do it right. So we'll look at doing that around that time, but we need to know ahead of time. Yeah. So message us if you want to comment us. Non-Rev Lounge Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can uh, write us on Instagram or Twitter, and we'll get those messages and keep talking back. So, all right. It was fun here about New York, and I'm glad you made it back. Yeah, me too. Your brother was super worried. We Aww. were texting back and forth. I was yeah, born stressed in that I think you seemed like you were. Maybe you were internally, but it seemed like, yeah, yeah we'll get back. And I was like... I just, I was scrolling through the pages of just cancellations and I was like, these people are going to have to go somewhere. And it wasn't just Phoenix. It was every airport they fly to. It was just. Well, I think uh, we were stressed, but at the same time, we were trying to just enjoy the sh- like, yeah. being in New York so much that it wasn't until like almost that last day that I was like, oh yeah, things are not good. Your first family trip, really. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening and uh, we'll see Thank you next you. week. All right. Bye. This has been Non-Rev Lounge. This episode was sponsored by Staff Traveler, which is the number one app to get your non-rev loads. It is used by over 400,000 people from all airlines in the world and built to make your non-rev trips easy and stress-free. Sign up now for free at stafftraveler.com forward slash non-rev lounge.